Hey, everybody. It's been a while. But welcome back to the Good Luck With Your Life podcast. Um, a few announcements. I don't know that anybody's missed me. I don't think I'm that popular. But we're starting to uh, to get some uh, some listens. And I apologize for the delay in uploading. I'll get back on it. Um, had a baby. And that's all you get to know about that. But as you can imagine, I'm busy. But with that in mind, I would like to tell you a little bit more. And again, I apologize. Where COVID continues to be rampant. Um, let's talk about doctors today. Doctors have now lost uh, all of my faith. I have no time for them anymore, unless I'm sick, obviously. But when I'm not sick and I have to watch them in action, um, I don't. I don't really know what to tell you. Um, my experience at the hospital during COVID has been. Um, let's say this doctors growing up, smartest people I was ever supposed to meet. At least that's what my parents told me. I think that's what all the TV shows tell me. My experience with these people, although the most trusted in, you know, talking about health, I would not take anyone else's advice about any pain I have internally than from a doctor. WebMD does a lot of favors for a lot of people, not me. Lots of different things you can learn on YouTube, but what do you do when you're sick? You go to the doctor. Anyway, now we show up in the hospital, masks, um, not allowed in the hospital, uh, sanitizing. Like I think most of the doctors and nurses are gonna get some kind of weird disease from all the hand sanitizer that they have had to use in the last year. Not to say they weren't cleaning their hands before COVID, but Holy fuck, like it is like I was in there the first two days I was in the hospital. My hands were dried to shit. But anyway, point being, nobody's around. Masks up. Um, one of the days we had a, a screen up around us, like a breast pump screen. And uh, they said it was okay to take our masks down while behind the screen, as if that was going to do anything for COVID to begin with. All that said... We're vaccinated. Nobody asks those questions. Nobody cares. It's like a bunch of robots who are kind of in there regurgitating bullshit they learned in school and not really paying attention to anything or anyone or whatever supposed to be going on. So did a great job with the birth, all of that stuff. Everything is great, um, but really lost some faith in, uh, in how these folks behave. Um, at the end of the day, really, doctors, I can't, I won't shit on doctors. That's all I'm going to shit on doctors. I'm probably, I'd say that and I'd probably always come back. But point is, it's just a business. These guys are like pumping out surgeries. They're pumping medication in. You know, my wife, they gave her some, they were like suggesting she takes this, uh, some kind of a medicine over the, or um, prescription medicine to like encourage uh, breast milk. It was like, nobody's even looked at it. We're like four days out here. What, what, what's the point? But it's like, hey, somebody's getting paid. Somebody's getting paid somewhere. It's just like, hey, Karen, relax. We don't need any of your prescriptions. Go get your commission from somebody else. So God forbid I had to, I, I've never, knock on wood, you know, I don't have to have any kind of surgery. Who knows what is going on with that? Um, you know, I certainly know some pharmaceutical reps, but... I hope they're not in there pushing their uh, their surgical procedures and tactics onto all these folks. Last thing you want is for the best salesman to come in and give you the shittiest saw or 
whatever tweezers or whatever, you know, that's dumb. I am. I don't know what's going on in the surgery, surgery room, but I definitely know that if any of my friends are in the surgery room, I don't want to have anything to do with that room at all. Um, but yeah, it's been crazy. The COVID, the COVID chaos. And I'm guessing it was probably very similar from a technical standpoint before COVID, but certainly the rules to get into the hospital and trying to be with your loved one, they don't make for fun times. I'll tell you that much. Um, not sure where everybody is in the world. I am now uh, permanently. Um, if you've heard before, I was back and forth from Chicago to Toronto. Now more permanently in Toronto. And uh, if you haven't paid attention to the news, it's now May 14th, 2021. And uh, we apparently are under rule of a king. I didn't know that. We went to the elections or we went to the polls three and a half years ago. But um Again, I, I don't know how Prince Charles in England got in, but I don't think it was via an election. So, Mr. Doug Ford, if you've ever if you ever come to listen to this podcast, uh, know that everybody in my circle of friends would like for you to go fuck yourself. Uh, you're an idiot. Um, look it up in the news, folks. We are under complete lockdown here in Ontario. Uh, it is May of 2021, if I didn't say that already. Not 2020. May of 2021. And we aren't allowed to do anything. Golf courses are closed. Tennis courts closed. Stores obviously closed. Um, I'm surprised the hospitals are even open. It is a full shit show here. I think I may have mentioned this before and I will do it again. Doug Ford, if you don't know, rewind yourself probably eight or nine years. And his brother was the crackhead mayor of Toronto. Now, somebody said that earlier on in the month and they got in trouble for bringing up the old crackhead Doug Ford. But or Rob Ford, I should say. But Doug Ford, maybe not a crackhead, probably just as well-educated as his brother. And by well-educated, I mean not very educated at all. I can understand the politics of it. There's lots of people involved in these decision-making processes, but really this is the shit show of shit shows. Last year, Canada was this example to the world. And with that, I mean to the Americans just south of us that, oh, look how well Canada's handling the pandemic. Wow, what a great job, Canada. You're doing such a great job. Were we doing a good job? I, I really don't know. Um, what The thing that I really get pissed off about now is they keep saying, well, we're doing this to save lives. Nobody's shown me any of the numbers of people's lives we've saved. All I keep seeing is how many people are dead, which is not that many. Any number over zero is a lot. I get it, except we don't have that many deaths. But nobody's shown me any of the numbers of how many people we've saved. So I'm getting a little sick of that. Um, But whatever the case, we're in lockdown. Dougie has us shut completely, like completely fucked. There's nothing happening here. And now, over the course of eight, what is it, 10 months, America, as of today, I think it was, maybe yesterday, the big Fouch dog, Anthony Fauci, said no more masks, which... You know, if you've ever been to Canada, if you don't live here, we are Americanized, at least in Toronto. We get all the NBCs and the ABCs and all those TV stations. I don't understand how these folks don't think that we're going to figure out that the the country just south of us is wide open and we're not even allowed to go golfing. These folks, right, like an hour away in Buffalo, they can go dancing naked, shooting their guns in the streets. And I can't even go to my, 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 my best buddy, Mark, is having a podcast 
on our podcast. This is a podcast. He's doing a um, a draft for the playoffs, sports playoffs on Saturday. We're not allowed to go to his house. Usually we would go to a bar, but this is like none of my friends can go. I've got friends up in uh, just north of the city. They can't come down. Friends in the west, they can't come down. It, it's insane. But if we could only get an hour away to Buffalo, then go for it. Go grocery shopping, kiss your kiss your girlfriend, do whatever you want, right? Like it's it's completely insane. And we you know, as with the title of the podcast, good luck with your life, your life, Doug. And that's not to mention the other shit show we've got going on here, whose name is Justin, Justin Trudeau. Any ladies out there who are who've been dreaming about making out with him? I know he's been a dreamboat for a while in the uh, in the celebrity in the celebrity circles. But Justin Trudeau, um, hopefully, he will only be that in uh, a couple of years, which will be just a celebrity because leadership, all of which being in the hospitals. Local government and federal government here in Canada is a fucking, it's a, they're fucked. They're completely out of your fucking mind. So what else? Um, if anybody's been calling anywhere during COVID, hasn't it been interesting to get that uh, due to COVID, uh, we are experiencing higher than normal calls. What a bunch of bullshit that is. Isn't that? I can't believe how lazy this has made all businesses. Which, you know, I, I guess thinking of what I do outside of podcasting, obviously, it's usually the harder you work, the more you, the more you kind of make, let's say. And for whatever reason, the pandemic caused all these businesses to crash, except on the way back up, it's become sort of a fuck you. Like, we don't have time for your shit right now. I went to, again, for those of you who don't live in Canada... I went to a place called Home Hardware. If you're American, it's kind of like Ace, local hardware store. I went in the other day to get a, um, some paint. I was going to paint a wall. I just needed a regular gallon of paint. I went out. I was like, can I get white flat paint right in the flyer? It was $19.99. I went in. The guy's like, sure, no problem. He went to the back. He was gone for like, felt like 20 minutes, probably five Five minutes. He comes back. He's like, here you go. And I was like, I don't know. Is this the one? I was like, this one's $19.99. He's like, I think it's a little bit more than that. Okay, fine. I went to the to the cash. The girl's like, yeah, it's $49.99. The fuck is going on in here? How How is that even possible? You just go and do whatever, do whatever the fuck you want. Give people whatever you want. It's like, that's okay if this was a full pandemic lockdown and I showed up to the grocery store and they were giving away free food and it was just like, take your bag of food and get the fuck out of here. But like, we're paying customers. We're paying customers. I'm calling customer service. This is for me a few days ago at the bank. You're managing all my money and you don't have time for my shit. There should be like, they should have one person for every customer. You know, not one for one, but like, you know, maybe hire one for every 20 or something. Like, it's insane that you can't even get anything of what you want to pay for right now. So be interesting to see how this all, all works out and turns out. Um, certainly the border, again, we talked from uh, the Canadian American perspective, um, and which is also kind of goes back to last year. Everybody in Canada was like, don't let the Americans across the border. Please don't, don't come across. COVID is rampant across the border. 
So they closed the borders down. Now, America is most likely like, don't open the border. These Canadians are fucking morons. Like, don't, you know, which is, they're right. Why would, why did they let them over? There's no vaccines here, which is a whole other piece. And again, this one, I'd like to promise, I would really like to promise this will be the last of my, uh, my COVID rants, but probably not. Moving on to sports, um, if anybody has seen, I know we talked a bit about my big hockey or, well, playoff hockey pool. I don't think I said hockey, but whatever the case, we have a hockey playoff draft coming up. And uh, for what it's worth, I have no idea who's even in the playoffs. So if I win this year, I will keep you guys posted. And uh, I'm pretty sure I won't. I I literally have no idea of any of the players. Uh, One sports piece that I did get a kick out of the other day was... um, LeBron James, who I love. I think LeBron James is fantastic. He does so much for so many. And now he's into entertainment and he's a, he's obviously a money-making machine. Um, but he was complaining about um, the, the, the way the NBA playoffs work because his team is kind of shit in the bed right now. And not his fault. He's been hurt. But uh, they might have to play a few extra games, which he's getting up there in age. Who wants to do that? Not him, uh, but anyway, voicing his opinion. Good for you, LeBron. Do your thing. And then the next day, or two days later, the Lakers, if you didn't watch last year, won the NBA championship, waited until yesterday or two days ago to raise up the championship banner because they wanted to have fans, which good for them. Keep pumping that money. Uh, But LeBron, I don't know, Google this. See what LeBron James was wearing before that ceremony. He showed up and was wearing shorts. Like, uh, I don't know where he was going surfing after. Like, dude, you're that you're making a presentation. I don't know how many people were allowed into the stadium, but let's say 10,000. Um, come on, man. You're the, you're the man. And he's such a good dresser to begin with. And you dress like that to go. Like, I don't. Anyway, I guess it's hot in L.A. What, what do I know? I'm in Canada here. It's pretty hot today, by the way. But um, yeah, I mean, good for LeBron. He does whatever he wants. But I just thought that was pretty funny because he's such a such a put together dude. And I mean, he didn't, you know, I guess there was some style to it, but like shorts, shorts, that's going to be like your ult, that'll be your forever photo, your first championship in LA. And that's what you're going to do. You're just going to like be in shorts. So it's kind of like stand up comedians, right? Like a lot of these stand up comedians make sure that they wear suits. Doesn't matter where, where they are, what, where they're filming, but when they film their special, they get dressed up. Maybe it's even a black t-shirt. But it's, I think part of the point of that is to be timeless so that no matter when you watch it, you don't really know what, I mean, certainly you got that shitty plaid suit, you know, the guy's coming from the 70s, but at least it's a suit, right? It's not like a Kiss t-shirt or whatever it's supposed to be. And so it, it, it looks a little timeless. And so anyway, I was a little bit disappointed in LeBron. Not disappointed. Who am I kidding? I don't give a shit what he wears, but I was laughing. I thought that was funny because very uh and it was basically himself being anti-lebron uh next off we got aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers, um sports wise again nfl quarterback who uh really i mean i guess when you get to be him i think he's 37 he's probably got like 200 million in the bank he he's another guy he doesn't give a fuck you know he he hates the manager he plays for why would he why would he go and show up at training camp, you know, I watch these sports shows and they're like, well, Aaron Rodgers is not going to show up. He might lose 20 million. It's a lot of money. 
it's a lot of money. But if he just doesn't like the other guy, I guess if you have 200 million, kind of supports the old Bernie Sanders, right? Like who needs a billion dollars? I guess nobody, nobody does. And Aaron probably knows that he has 200 in the bank. He hosted Jeopardy. Maybe that's a gig. Maybe he just wants to do that. I can never really imagine why anybody, and I played sports, but once you get that for, it's basically, you should only get a five-year contract in sports. You get five years to play. That's all. Just for health reasons. You know, you get in there and you've got five years. You, they give you five million a year and then you're just out. See you later. Get, you know, go have a family or start a business and let the other kids come through. Because if you're, he's 37, he hasn't been banged up too bad, but he's still got to be sick of getting hit. So what's it worth? What's 20 million bucks worth it for you? It's probably not worth it for him, especially not to play in Green Bay, which, you know, coincidentally, it's kind of one of my favorite teams anyway. But you're going to play in Green Bay in November and let, uh, you know, who Aaron Donald, if you don't know who Aaron Donald is, Google him. He's a, he's a rock star football player. And I will tell you what, I don't care who you are or how big you are. You don't want Aaron Donald to come running after you and tackle you. So minus uh, whatever gets to be in Green Bay, minus 10 Fahrenheit for you Americans, minus 40, you know, whatever it's going to be. You, you don't want Aaron Rod or uh, Aaron Donald tackling you. So I don't know, maybe 20 million is the number. But uh, anyway, good for Aaron. Aaron Rodgers, that is. Stand up to these bums. Get what you want. And now he's getting married too, so which is also interesting. Um, not that he's getting married, but he's had all these celebrity relationships. And uh, I guess I never pictured his new fiance as his type. Not that I thought about that all that much to begin with, but um, good for him. You know, what does he need football for? Bet you she's got some cash too. So get out, go host Jeopardy, do your thing. Um, and you know, what, what's Green Bay got to lose? Or what do you have to lose by not playing in Green Bay? Probably nothing. Um, moving on, sports-wise, we got soccer. Um, if you followed any of that, there was a Super League trial, which uh, was really, it was kind of like a high school coup. It reminded me, I went to an all-boys school when I first uh, went to high school, grade uh, grade 9 and 10. And in my in 10th grade, they made an announcement that they were thinking of merging boys and girls into one school, moving our school to a bigger school, like a bigger building. And, and then, you know, making us co-ed. So it ended up happening, but right when they said that we had a protest, we all pro all the, all the guys protested. We all protest. We walked around the school for like a half a day and it was on the news and nobody gave a shit. Anyway, they still made the, the school co-ed. It wasn't even co-ed. It was like the next year, only the, the, ninth graders who were coming in were co-ed. So the rest of the school was still all boys. So didn't really make a lot of sense. Doesn't really matter. Um, it felt like that though, this super league, it was like the top 15 teams in Europe, which they only really had 12. They were going to start their own league and then they announced it. And then it got shut down the next day. The fans protested and then they're like, okay, sorry, we're not doing it. And, uh, very, it was very, it was kind of funny. I think very, very good luck with your life-ish because it was like, we're going to go, we're going to make our own league and we're going to take all this money. And then the fans revolted and they're like, okay, sorry, it's not on anymore. Um, but anyway, look into that. That's, uh, there's some real jokesters going on there. Cause you think that, that, you know, they had all these banks, JP Morgan Chase, I think was going to finance the league. You think with that kind of cash, 
very much different than my high school situation where there was no money involved. I would have had a much better opportunity to go forward just as quickly as my high school transition would have uh, gone forward. But uh, maybe that's the key. Maybe the key is to not have so much money involved because uh, I'll tell you what, St. Charles College in Sudbury, Ontario remains co-ed and uh, they're never going to look back. It's always going to be co-ed. And it was unfortunate. Really, looking back to that, that whole piece in high school was, uh, it wasn't devastating. People really use those words. Devastating. It's terribly disappoint. All that bullshit. But it was disappointing because it was like a real sports school. And it was like, boy, camaraderie, no hazing, none of that stuff. It was sort of post that generation, I think. I think that was generation was before mine. But definitely a cool sports school. And uh, I think it's still a good sports school, but it had that like locker room feel to it, which I guess even in today's society might not work. So maybe it's better it went to co-ed. But at the time it was disappointing because we really had a cool little thing. We actually took school buses to school and there was like, you know, some, you know, some real bonding between the ages, right? Like you don't really get to hang out with seniors in high school when you're a freshman, but at that school you did. And then when girls come in, then. You get competitive and you don't get to be so cool. You're not really talking to your your uh, ninth grade buddy on the bus if you've got a, a junior cheerleader sitting in front of you. So anyway, good on them. Probably better for the world that that school is no longer all boys. I've never really thought of it that way. But so good, good for St. Charles. Go Cardinals. Go Cardinals. And uh, otherwise, what do we got? We got Ellen. Ellen's canceled. Um, that's very... Very uh, an interesting. Much people hate somebody for. I don't even know what she did. To be honest, I really don't know. Um, I know that I I have a few friends, family me- members who really enjoyed Ellen in there in times of need. You know, definitely during the pandemic last year, but even before that. You know, being at home and like really taking in some of her kindness, some of the stuff she was doing on the show. She might be a huge bitch. I don't, I don't know. And to be honest, nobody should care. Her whole show doesn't put forth that. So when people say, well, she was a shitty producer in the back room, like, I guess so. But for those 50 people, that sucks. But I, you know, I can't imagine what it's like working at like a bank in a, in the downtown core of a, of a major city. Like imagine what it's like working for those terror bosses who like need you to make a million bucks a day. Like no difference. And the diff, well, there is a difference. The difference is that when those financial guys go home, they don't make anybody feel good about themselves. They're just pricks. At least Ellen could fake it for an hour and a half on TV every day. So I think that's a bit too bad. Cancel culture is alive though, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, I guess the nice thing, really the nice thing about everything to do with Ellen is she probably doesn't care. It's like her, she's still got another year to go. And she's like 20 years on TV. So how, how much money do you need? How much money, Ellen, do you need? Like, hopefully they hand the show off to her. I don't think they ever handed out or Oprah off. Another one who doesn't, who didn't need to be on TV that long. And certainly somebody who didn't have to interview Prince Harry and Megan, Megan drama, whatever her name is. Holy smokes. Like those two. I can't believe Harry. Like you are, what? A, I don't even know what to call him. Like, how do you just throw your family under the bus like that? Lucky he's not Italian or Greek or, or like Eastern European. He'd be dead. He would just have, you know, put put him under, knocked him out. See you later, buddy. You're, you're out. 
but uh, yeah, like what a weird, weird thing. And I think what's even more weird is that Oprah wanted to do the inter interview. Like, like she needed more. You just need more, Oprah. Like, are you one of one of your businesses failing? You just need that extra fifty G's, whatever CBS paid her. I think it was on CBS. I don't. I just don't get that. Just give it to like BuzzFeed or somebody who's like kind of shitty and like could use the propping up. You know, Oprah. You had to be on TV for a hundred years and then own everything, and then go and interview the prince. I, I don't get it. And so anyway, good for you, Alan. You did your you did your stuff. Hopefully you hand your show off to somebody. Kind of like The Daily Show. Remember John Stewart left? They didn't just get rid of it. They gave it to somebody. And hopefully he's working his way through. I haven't watched it very much since he took over, but I, I do I don't mind his comedy. Uh, he's okay. Mr. Uh, Trevor Noah. But anyway, uh, Alan, maybe maybe you can give your show to somebody like me, an up-and-comer podcaster. And I can make people feel good about themselves. And I promise to everybody out there, I will not shit on any of the other producers or makeup artists or anybody that she might have disparaged in her 19-year rise to the top. But uh, I think she's also 60, so it's the time to retire. Have these football coaches, people in TV... Actors, I get, you know, if you want to be an actor who works kind of late into life, you know, how much makeup do you want to put on a young person to make them look 60 or 70? But otherwise, get your cash and get out. Go travel the world. Do something else. Too many people are stuck making making these dollars they don't need. Could be enjoying their time. Makes you wonder why anybody had a family in the first place. Did they want it? That's my whole thing now. I got this baby. Knock it out. Let's get some sponsors on this podcast. And trust me, you'll know when I'm out. And if you had any doubts, if I had, you know, whatever episode we're on now that we were going to be, uh, that I'd already made all my money, I haven't. So if you're interested, sponsor us. We're in. And as soon as I make enough, I will happily hand this thing off to one of you listeners so you can do the same. So with that, it's nice to be back. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Just uh, making up stuff as I go here. So good luck with your life, everybody. See you next week.